Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands is a podcast for the go-getter, the visionary, the harmony seeker, and the life enthusiast who is ready to stop forcing and start flowing through life, love, and business in a way that is in alignment with his or her true self. Hosted by life coach and business strategist Jillian Bolands, this show will allow for you to energetically and logistically recalibrate through gratitude, inspiration, and powerhouse pep talks, Jillian style, with a whole lot of truth and even more love. Join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks, uplifting interviews, and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you. Let's shine. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Sunshine with Jillian Volans. I am Jillian, and I am here with my dear friend, Erica Ballard, who is just incredible, and I'm so excited to get to share her with you because, holy cow, we're just going to go there because Erica and I always go there, Um, and I'm psyched. So Erica is a healthy living expert and coach. She's also like a little bit of woo and a little bit of health and a little bit of um, potty mouth and a lot of vibrant love. So, hi, sister. Hi, I love that you called me um, a little bit of potty mouth because I was listening to our friend Karen Kenny's um, live yesterday and she was talking all about being a potty mouth and how some people treat swear words like fine china, but she treats them like corning wear and I'm like yeah me too (laughs) it's just everyday plate wear for me (laughs) I just literally got an image of my son's like plastic plates that like we literally give them so that they can just throw them around I'm like actually that's dead on for you and I'm so excited to have you here Oh my gosh. So, um, do you want to, I'm just going to dive right in because like, Hey, why not? Um, Erica and I know each other by way of a mastermind that we participated in together. We shared the same coach. We shared the same soul sisters. We shared basically the same brain sometimes though, two very different humans. We just balance each other incredibly well. And the first time I met Erica was like literally picture sixties movie of like (laughs) two humans that are passionately in love running at each other in the airport waiting for each other and like our souls finally reconnected we like dropped the luggage through each other into each other's arms and it was just so fun (laughs) so to that point do you want to share a little bit of your experience with me so far and then i want to get into your experience with you as a human so like tell tell the listeners like just what it feels like to to know somebody so well and not have any idea how <laughs> okay so that is one i just have to say what you described was not an exaggeration like people are probably like <laughs> Yeah, right. No, like literally it was like running, like me standing with my arms wide open being like, hug me. It's been too long, which is funny because it's not like it's been too long. I've never, I never met you in person. Right. And it's funny with our mastermind sisters, right? We, we know them so well, but we don't, we haven't seen all of them before. At least I haven't. So I think it's really, I love the internet. I, people get really upset with social media sometimes and online, but I think it's a beautiful thing because it allows you to really know someone because I, there is an energy that mm-hmm. connects you and there's a balance that you're always trying to, to seek, I believe, as a human. Mm-hmm. And so when you find someone who can feel that 
fill that balance, fill that void, help you see things that you maybe can't see yourself. It's your soul just kind of latches onto them and mm. wants to around them. And I think that that's with you is you are smart and articulate and really positive. Although, you know, like it's not like you're a, like a bubble of sunshine every single moment of the day because right. like you're human, mm-hmm. right? Which is also the beautiful thing about you is that like, you know how to rebound and to see that in real time and real action, there's just so much to learn from you. And oh, you're sweet. I, Thank you. of course, but I love that. I love that. I talk to you. I know you and our souls were completely connected before we even like laid hands on each other. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, totally. And I love that you said energy. And that's what I was driving at with that question because like, gosh, we forget about energy, don't we? Like I know for certain that the people listening to this podcast, the amazing, incredible souls listening to this podcast, many of them want to just like find the how-tos and tell me the strategy and tell me like how to build this and like where to go. And cause like I was that girl, like I very much, and that's an easy place for me to go. And, but in fact, it's impossible to go there without the energy, without literally the connective tissue that's under the surface. Like, I, I wish we should have just like <laughs> offered up this video <laughs> to listeners because this is just so fun seeing your face you're like "Uh uh-huh amen sister (laughs) (laughs) but it's so true so like I'm that girl too right and I think that's a good reason one of the reasons we connected is like you were quite ahead of me when it came to like being able to chill out and understand that it's not the how how to and I was so we were just talking about a conference I went to in Vegas that was amazing but it was so masculine energy and that's how I grew up. Like I was always like, you know, I have an Asian mother. I love her. She's the best, but she's straight off the boat. Like mm-hmm. she's a Filipino tiger mom. Like, <laughs> like she told everyone that I was going to business school when I was a journalism major getting a history minor, the furthest thing from <laughs> a business minor. And she would tell her family, oh, she's going to get it. She's going to get it. I never got it. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's this thing where like, we feel like if we just do, 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 right? We'll, we'll eventually get what we want. Mm-hmm. But my biggest lesson and the thing I'm still learning is how to receive is getting, once you do get out of the way, because the feminine energy piece, right? That's the intuition that's telling you how to actually do something. And the masculine energy is telling you like how to actually move forward or like is the implementation, like implementation piece. So tapping into the calm, tapping into the divine, tapping into getting intuitive, tapping into yourself mm-hmm. is actually the best way to move forward because then you're, you're listening to what's available for you versus just trying to force it down the hatchet. Yes. It's a hard lesson to learn because it, it feels like you're doing less. Mm-hmm. But girl, you are not doing less because mm-hmm. balancing energy, mm, that's a thing. Like mm-hmm. it's really hard, but it, it is it is such an important piece to learn how to trust yourself and to trust the guidance that is there for you, source, universe, God, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it is work. Mm -hmm. It's just a different type of work. It is. And it, and it, it's not work that you can, you always have like the thing that you produced out of it, right? Like you don't always have the, well, look what I ticked off the the checklist today when you do that type of work. And I didn't understand that for a long time. I'm like, but wait, I've got nothing to prove. I've, I've, or I've got nothing to show after I've done 
the meditative sit there, like dig deep into the soul, like let the tears just come type of work. Like I ha- I've got nothing to show for it except everything because the energy and like all of it. But like, you know, I had no product to offer or no um, extra income coming into the, the bank account at first. So it seemed, but actually it's all intertwined and it just, it shows up in greater abundance but it just doesn't feel connected to like that, like swapping of time almost. Like when you put an hour in of work, you get X out of it. If you put an hour in of soul searching, like what do you get out of it immediately? Maybe nothing on the surface, but it's all coming. You put it so beautifully. And I think that that's the important piece is, you know, I started a meditation practice like a year and a half, two years ago. And I remember being like, and so great people meditate at the end of the 30 days i was like oh, 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 oh and to your point everything shifted so while tangibly right i didn't have a checklist i mean you could write meditate every day and check it off and right. that would be wonderful for those who, who want to do that piece but everything shifts like your life shifts when you do these pieces and i think the interesting part when it comes to health business whatever right we're doing this for a bigger reason than just to check a box anyway yeah. Yeah, And so when you do these things, like you follow the process and all of a sudden you look behind you and you're like, oh, I did all of that. Yeah. But I didn't plan to do all that because we tend to be like, I got to get X done, but really you're getting what, like A, B, C, D, E, F, G done by yeah. doing the energy work. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we are talking at about um, like 10 steps into the process. I would love if you would share how this all started with you. I want to know your story. Who is Erica? What, tell us about, about the childhood. Tell us about the steps that brought you here. Because I know for me, when I hear people having this conversation and I'm like, I, I flip and want that. Like, I want to be able to understand what they're saying. I want to be able to feel it, but how, right? So then you get into the strategy of, but how did they get there? So like, can you walk us through the journey and like, you can go back as far as you want, but please, um, please allow for it to intertwine the, the launch of your business, the launch of who you are. You've had some major life shifts this year and like, talk about, I mean, the word that you and I discussed before pressing play on this was transition. So I'd love for you to just guide us through that process. Sure. And for any listener, um, I want you to know that I was a complete psychopath. Like I, <laughs> cause I hear myself sometimes and I'm like, wow, who are you? Um, at times, cause I call in clients rather that are very similar to me and I love them with all my heart and I laugh and I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. I know that. I just had a client who's like, I'm not, I don't have negative self-talk. I just live in the A or B reality. There's no emotions. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, yep. So you oh, you're that. cute. So, <laughs> you're uh, so pretty. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'd love you. But so here, like taking it back, I'm just going to start the story here because this is how um, it's coming through. Is, yeah. So I'm a military brat. So I'm um, half Filipino, half white. And the Filipino piece is hard, is not hard, is important because I always tell people I grew up in an Asian home and they're like, no, you didn't like look at you. You're like a white girl with like a pixie cut. I'm like, true. But I, I have a mother who I love, but had big expectations because she's fresh off the boat. Right. She came in um, and she wanted a life better for me than for herself, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. And Mm -hmm. I'm really thankful for it. But so I was a military brat and I would like move from place to place. And my dad really valued education uh, because military school, 
like not like like a true military school and like you wear a uniform but like mm-hmm. on the bases mm-hmm. aren't exactly the best so I was always um doing homework in between um like in the summer I had to like read books before I could even go play on you know at I don't know in the jungle gyms or whatever those things are called now um I'm like they used to be death traps but yeah <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, yeah and they were fun like playing lava and all that so I did all of that and I had like a really strong base on needing to be educated and needing to work really hard and really getting to the end. And when I went to high school, I was fortunate to go to like one of the, the, I would make the argument, one of the best high schools in Indiana. And these people were like, the people who graduated became like astrophysicists and like, you know, just these wonderful, brilliant people. And I was like, I'm not them. Mm. I'm not them. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that I could be something else. Right. So, right. So let the comparison games begin, but actually wasn't your path at all. At all. Mm-hmm. And I had been made fun of a lot when I was young. Not a lot, but like certain pieces, like third grade and seventh grade for just being me. Yeah. So it was like, I didn't do anything. Like I, I've been telling the story a little bit recently. Like I went homecoming princess two times in a row. And I know, but I didn't petition <laughs> for it. Right. And I got ostracized for the second mm-hmm. time, but I was just nice to people all the time. Yeah. So yeah. people don't like that right there. So anyways, um, moving forward is like comparison game. I went to college. I, I, like, I love wine. Don't get me wrong. But like I started partying a little bit more and just getting out of the feeling of my body. Mm-hmm. And then I graduated and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to DC. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to be a journalism. I wanted to do journalism. I wanted to do print media. <laughs> Hilarious. So I went to... <laughs> I love that you can just laugh with, and I say with the yeah. former version of you, not at the former version of you, but like she's right there, like rocking this, like cheering you on now because she recognizes that you who encapsulates all of you, every iteration of yourself is like freaking doing it now. And you are honoring her in a huge way. So you can laugh with her. A hundred percent. And I like, that's the thing is I had, like, I know I had to go through this journey because like, I like went to DC. I worked there. I worked in Boston and it is just like, it's not dog eat dog, but it is like grunt. Like there is a badge of honor to be busy. Like, I know we all talk about that nowadays, but like, man, like who you worked for, who, you know, how many hours you were in. Like, I remember not being able to leave the office until a minimum of six even if I was done with my work at five, because I had to prove to my boss that like mm-hmm. I was in it. I was like, what if I leave at five and I'm just efficient? Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't a thing. You had to constantly be grinding. Yeah. And this is just what I took the entire time. And I would, I was so miserable though. Like I was drinking a lot more. My skin didn't look as good as I wanted to, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel the way I wanted to. I jumped from job to job every couple of years. And then I would beat myself up because my dad's a military guy. He had a job for 25 years or 23 years and loved it. And I was like, what the hell's wrong with me? Like mm-hmm. really what I wanted to say was what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Like, well, what is happening? Yeah. Like, I'm better than this. Like I can do this. If I just put my head to it, like I can get this done. And I didn't. And then, then I moved to Boston and I wanted to get the grad degree to prove to myself that I could do it. So I applied to like eight schools. Um, I got into every single one of them. Like, that's not like supposed to be like a humble brag. It's just like, Erica, you you didn't have to apply to eight fucking schools. Yeah. 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 I was so afraid I wouldn't get into any of them. Right. Because I have this story in my head that like, I'm not the expert. I'm not smart. I'm not all these things. Mm -hmm. And if I get the degree, then it's smart. Mm-hmm. And then I got the degree and I didn't feel smart. Mm-hmm. And so I was just constantly moving, moving, moving. And it just got to a point where I was like, 
all right, I'm the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Crap. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the worst feeling in the world when you're like, it's me. Mm-hmm. It's me. Yeah. Like, I have to do something about it. And so I was like, what do you actually like? Like, what do you actually like to do? Stop chasing the money. Stop chasing the VP title. Stop. Like, what do you like? Mm-hmm. And it was help. We and talk like, on the podcast a lot. Um, what feels fun? Like, what actually feels life giving to you? What do you want? Yeah. And I had stuffed that down inside because I thought what I wanted going back to my, my amazing tiger mom was like prestige and honor. And I thought that I would get a badge and a star, even though she was constantly proud of me. I was like, no, 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 no. But she wants a doctor. Mm. Like, I look at my PhD. Like what the fuck? I don't want to <laughs> like, sit in a cubicle and research all day. Um, but yeah, I just, I was like, what is fun? And it was always health, but I worked in public health and healthcare. But like, I thought all that stuff when I but it wasn't fun for some reason, but I'm like, but I love food, like mm-hmm. nutrition and all that stuff. And you know how the universe is. There's like this little thing that followed me around everywhere. It was like the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I was like, all right, I'm the issue. <laughs> this is something that will make me excited. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something about it. And yeah. then I took the course. Ugh, it was messy and amazing. Afterwards. <laughs> Go there. Why? What made it messy and amazing? So it was amazing because I was excited again. Mm-hmm. So I love learning. It's my favorite thing to do. And I, someone said a quote to me recently, and I loved it, is that learning is work. So if you want to work, you got to learn. Yeah. Shut that part of me down. Um, because I was like, you got to do, 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 do. You don't have to learn. And the, the thing that really was hard for me, right, is that I'm a rule follower. I'm a perfectionist. Like, you don't get to be type like, I'm sorry, I was type A to a T. And so I would be working in public health and healthcare and I was doing all the things and I bought into statins and not that statins are, there's like ways that they're great, right? But like, I like modern medicine guys, just an FYI. But it's like moving into these different things and I was like, oh shit, I am promoting lies. Like mm-hmm. straight up, I'm not healing, I'm treating. Yeah, ho, ho, ho. Just sit with that for a second, ladies listening to the podcast and the few good guys that listen to this as well. Like, treating not healing and girl that that broke me because then I I was like I have to do something about it yeah I had I was working in a in corporate wellness promoting things I disagreed with and had been for like 10 years prior to that and I the universe kicked me out I think I told you that when I left my job it's like it rocket shot me out because I couldn't do anymore. The disconnect between what I was doing and what I thought was right was so off. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what made it messy is I was trying to balance it all. I was trying to compartmentalize like we do, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've been saying this a lot lately for some reason is like when we think about a personal brand, we're like, oh, well, I can be like a social media expert and I can be a health coach and I can be a business owner and I can be selling this product. And it's like, no, you're all of it. Yeah. Separate them. Yeah. So I was trying to, I was like, okay, from nine to five, I'm here. Mm-hmm. From like five to 10, I'm here. And I call this my breakfast table moment. I had a full on breakdown at the breakfast table. Mm-hmm. Like I was yelling at my fiance for what? It's 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> he literally couldn't have done anything. Um, <laughs> and I'm screaming and I scream out, I can't do anything 100%. Mm. 
and I saw myself and I remember, and I, you guys can't see this, but essentially I like wiped the tears off my eyes and I was like, oh, this isn't about you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> Sorry for picking a huge fight and screaming at a table. And I was just like, it was like, okay, like Kardashian crying. I'm like, okay, hold on. I'm just going to go yeah. upstairs and I'll fix this. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I walked out the door and was like, you have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, I quit my job and yeah. did this full time. Yeah. It was like, it, it was just so hard because I was trying to balance what I knew was right with what, what quote unquote made sense. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you for going there. And I know that my listeners have heard me share my really deep story of, and you've, you've actually helped me a lot with this, Erica. Like I just had this huge discovery that I was, I've been living in either or life the entire freaking time I've been here. And that's, exhausting and it wasn't even in alignment with me anymore and then it's almost like you have this moment where you recognize like oh this doesn't fit at all but I don't know any different and I'm really scared of it and I don't know how to get myself out of it so I'm gonna function here or so I think and so for me I had that big catastrophic like I can't function as this anymore and then it was the realization of I don't have to be either and or I can be and right? Like I can be a, a hardworking, um, individual, like beautiful soul. Who's got a freaking mission to serve and connect with others. And I can be a mom and I can take care of my body. I can eat well and exercise and I can have the wine and I can, you know, like just enjoy all of the things. And that's hard. It's hard. And it's so freeing all in one. So thank you for bringing us there with you. Well, I think the word balance gets thrown around wrongly. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, okay, there's like, there's a work-life balance. And it's like, mm, not if you're an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. But there's a balance within yourself, a balance within energy mm-hmm. that is available to you. And it's okay. Like it doesn't have to be balanced like perfectly on the teeter-totter all the time, right? Sometimes the teeter-totter is going to be really up and then you go balance it out by putting the other thing, you know, the other side really high up. Um, the one thing too that I just want to say, because this is really helpful for anyone who might be doing the transition or wanting to is I went through a serious period of grieving when I left my job. And I know we talked about this a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I was like, you grieve people. Yeah. Grieve a former version of yourself. (laughs) Uh, Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Like for me and my whole entire identity was tied up into being like in my head, like one day a VP or the female CEO in a power suit. Mm -hmm. Like that's who I was to be. That was my path, even though I knew that that wasn't my path. And everything, if I look back, hindsight's twenty twenty. all the data points were like, mm girl, no fucking way. Listen to your mouth. Look at your, like, look at, just look how you are. Like, this isn't who you are. Um, people who are, though, I think that's awesome. It's just not who I was. And I didn't know what it was until someone had to point it out to me that I was grieving. Um, and then I just, for two, three, four weeks, I just would sleep when I felt like sleeping. Mm. I would do something nice for me when I felt like doing something nice for me. But it was like a death. I like said bye to someone who I loved, still loved, who Mm. got me here, but she was gone. Mm -hmm. And that, it was sad. Especially even though I wanted to like transition, right? It's like, even though that's where I wanted to be, like I was moving into my space, that doesn't mean that I couldn't be sad about leaving her behind because she did so much for me. Yes. Well, thank you. Exactly. Because 
here's the thing. Like we don't take wrong turns. We don't make wrong choices. We just make different choices as we, as that awareness of who we truly are starts to surface in a big way. And we just, I think it's in those opportunities, like the grieving of the former version of ourself is also our honor to her and our gratitude moment to her because we literally wouldn't be right here right now if it wasn't for her and how brave she was and how many things she tried because she tried a lot of things that didn't feel right. And that allowed for us to like, okay, so don't want to do that. Like check that off the list. Like we don't have to go back down that path. So she helped us get here. And, and I think like within that, that grieving is such an opportunity of thanks too. And that's, I think that's what ultimately allows for you to step forward with your truth. So, so you're in your grieving moment, you've left your job. Now what? Yeah. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> and wait, can I just put it in? Like, you don't have to leave your job, friends. No. Like it, this, it may not be, this may not be your story, but this is Erica's story. And it's so important that we recognize that all of our stories are so different, but they're also so not unique either. Like we all have these trials and tribulations, but ultimately it's leading us to our greater good. So now let's jump back in with the now what? Yeah. So I, no, I think that's really quickly though, just a beautiful point. You don't have to, right? It's my path. It was the path that I needed to take. And I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. I just didn't know how to do it because I didn't, I hadn't seen or known really anyone who did. Right. Um, so now, so then I just like laid uh-huh. um, for a long time. And, and then I tried to switch into doing mode, but our coach, mm-hmm. um, Amber was like, see so you got to get back to, to center. And the re- reason though I knew that it was right is my fiance's mom is fine. I'm mm-hmm. um, practicing with that, but she got slammed by a semi truck oh. and like, there's actually no reason she should be alive. Um, yeah. And she can walk and function and all those great things. I happened to leave my job two weeks before that happened. Mm-hmm. So I had the time to go. I could do these type of things. I had all of the space and I was like, Okay, this is a data point that this is the right thing to do. Yeah. Now you got to go figure out what you want to do. And so I actually sat and I started to think about it because I, my big thing is doing. So I wanted to run into it, but I knew I couldn't. And when I didn't run in, like three clients showed up. Yeah. Interesting. Without, without trying. Like yeah. there was no speeches. There was no nothing. It was just like, hey, I saw you on this. Or, hey, you seem really interesting. What about? do you want to talk? Do you, could we work together? And so these three people showed up and I was like, okay, I'm going to go in here and I'm just going to start the work I know how to do. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I did. I started to do the work that I knew how to do and continued from there. Yeah. And I think that the iterations have started to come full circle, but I knew that I had to just take one step forward. And obviously I had been, if I quit my job in October, like I hadn't seen clients that had done that, but I grieved. And then I decided after giving myself the amount of time, right, to, to do that, it's time to act because there is still a balance. Like it's like law of attraction and law of action. They go together. Mm. Once I decided I was ready, once I knew and was told that I was ready, I started to take the steps forward. And I had like four or five clients come on in December. No one comes on in December for losing weight and getting healthy. That's not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) It is in Erica's world. And Mm -hmm. people, like four people showed up and were like, Hey, 
um, I want to work together. I'm really worried about the holidays. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And then from there, I've just trusted that this would be like, that this would work. Yeah. I, and in four months, like this month, I will be at my salary, um, like the monthly salary, if not a little bit more than when I left. Um, so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And, and to those listening that are like, kind of going down that, oh, it must be nice path. Like check yourself right now, right? Because Erica's talking about, you know, she's saying, yeah, these people showed up, but like, hi, they didn't just show up out of thin air. Like she was doing the internal work that we talk about and she was getting closer and closer to her truth. And as you do that, as you recognize like, oh, this is what I meant to do as opposed to what I should be doing, then literally you clear out the blockages that have been stopping people from actually coming to you and actually asking for your help. Because when you're showing up and offering what you truly do, what your gifts truly are, you're going to find that people really want them because they need them. Because we are all here to connect and serve and give of our, our gifts so that others may benefit from them. And the thing that happens after that is that they, because of what they've learned from you and other people in their lives, but you being an integral part, is they get to stand further in their truth and they get to go then extend their own ripple effect. And I just think it's beautiful. Yeah. I, what I realized, and this took a really long time, probably like 30, 31 years to understand, was the world's happening for you. Yeah. And we don't believe that. So many of us just don't believe it. Like, yeah, it's nice. Like, oh, that must be nice for her. Look, I went through my savings. Like, I put money away. Like, my fiance was like, we're buying a house. You cannot leave your job until after December. Like, you need to put money away. Like, this is a thing. But there wasn't, like, all this. I, I you know, I, I could get help if I, I really needed to. But I had to do the work. Like, I had the savings. Like, I planned out this launch. And then when it was, or, you know, the leap, once things were in place, that's when I believe the universe kicked me out. When yeah. it was like, she's plotting, she's planning, she knows it's coming. Yeah. All right, girl, let's get fucking out of here. Let's do it. Rocket ship time. Yes. Yeah. So before we like, because I just, I want to keep talking energy and stuff like that with you, but like, what do you do? What do you do to help people? What, like, what do you do? If somebody wants Erica Ballard in their life as a healthy living expert and coach. Like, what do you do? How do you serve people? So... I laugh because um, I, I think we both do the same things in that we ultimately want people to love themselves mm -hmm. and be joyful. Mm -hmm. Now, food is a big block for people. Mm. And it was a big one for me. I used to sit there and be like, all right, what are you going to eat for lunch at like nine o'clock? Like, what are you going to eat? Is that okay? Is that healthy? Is that not healthy? Do I have enough time to get there? Oh, shit, if I don't have time to get there, then I'm going to go get that shitty sushi from downstairs and then it's white rice. And I'm pretty sure that I read white rice is really bad for you, even though that's what I grew up on. And blah, 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 right? Like <laughs> that's, that swirl. So, that shatter. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, so I worked, I tend to work with clients one-on-one um, -on -one to really help them understand their food blocks, not only from the educational standpoint, because there's so much misinformation out there about what is healthy and what is not and then help them tap back into their body. So what feels good and doesn't feel good because most of us don't know how food makes us feel mm. and uh, emotionally and physically. So we decide on what we can and can't eat. And then we get through the mindset and the mental blocks because most of us, everyone actually, I, don't, I haven't met anyone who doesn't have stories around food. Yeah. So this food is connected to a certain point in my life. 
um, this food makes me feel a certain way. You know, it's un, like understanding that because like I said to you before we got on is the big thing I say is um, new level, same devil, different costume. Mm. So you're always trying to catch your story, right? Because it doesn't go away. It's just a matter of like, thank you, got it, noted, but we're good. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I, I really help people with. But I did also um, launch a product recently, which I'm really excited about, which is the food fundamentals, what, when, and how to eat. And so it's a, I've done the program a few times. I actually love it. It's just explaining to you, like, here's how you actually eat. And it's not like a meal plan. It's not any of that stuff because I believe people just want to eat. I want people to get food out of the way so that they can focus on their professional and personal goals. Yes. The mental space it takes up is ridiculous. Well, and, and I'm, I'm a perfect example of that. And I can, and I've shared on my podcast before, like I literally would carry around this chatter for years and years. I've carried around for years, um, about not being good enough about if I eat this, then my body's going to do this. And if I'm not following a plan a hundred percent, then I'm going to gain all the weight. And it's like, it's just, and Erica, I would think about it probably 70% of the day, like Mm -hmm. not even realizing that I'm doing it. But like when I broke it down and I thought about how often I thought about food and how often I put myself down in terms of my relationship with food, it was all freaking day. And like, there is no way that I could have taken this business, let alone life as a mom, life as a wife, life as me (laughs) to the next level. I didn't freaking open up some time for myself by releasing some of that stuff. That client I was talking about earlier, it's great. Like I love her. Like I love all of my clients so much. Um, she was like, I'm not negative. I'm like, are you saying what you're writing in your food journal? Like every comment is like, am I going to fit into my wedding dress? Oh my God. Like, uh, did I eat the right thing? Oh my. And it's like, uh, you're spending your whole day thinking about this. And to your point, I spent 75% of the time too, but I didn't realize I was because I wasn't tapped into the fact that I was doing that. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is just what people do. And then when I stepped back and was like, this is not what people do. Yeah. Um, I was able to shift and like, I think too, I love your point of like the, it doesn't have to be either or like I tell people 90% of the time I do the best I can. Mm-hmm. 10% of the time I don't mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, and that doesn't mean like cheat day. I mean, it could be in a day, 90% of the time I'm doing a great thing. And then I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's what I want. And I'm going to eat it. And I don't have any feelings and ne- negativity when I do it. Yeah. And that's what I want from people because not only are you so busy thinking about it, but then you do the thing you don't want to do and it is a spiral. Mm -hmm. Because then you yell at yourself and you tell yourself that you're awful for doing it and you knew you were going to do that. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy and you're proving to yourself that you can't possibly change all in one. And then you think about it, the self-talk and we do it food and we do it in otherwise. But if someone came up to you and were like, you fat fuck, how dare you eat that again? What is wrong with you? What would you do? You throw them the finger and tell them to F off, right? Mm-hmm. But it's okay if we do it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. Like, what? No, it's not. Yeah. Like, I tell everyone the best health hack is to love yourself. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
check please. <laughs> no, that's so beautiful. And that's what you teach in your, in your program. Like that's amazing. What could you just give us, give us something here? Like what's one thing that people, uh, yes, like love yourself. So how can people start doing that? Right? Like how can, and this, this goes into the strategy, but like people want to know this stuff. So like, what are some things that you would recommend people do to really start that healing process? Maybe what did you do? So that's a, like, that's a really good question. And I took it step by step. Yeah. So people want to run to the finish line. They want to be perfect. Look, me too. That was, (laughs) that was like my calling card. I have a client. She was like, well, I'm trying to do an elimination diet. I'm trying to lose weight and I'm trying to fix my stomach acid. Oh, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> reel it back there, sister. <laughs> yeah, that's not what you're trying to do. You're trying to cleanse your system right now. Yeah, boom, that's it. Yeah. Like, so the the things is the best thing to do is to trust the process. But if I were to tell anyone what's one thing that they can do today, it's to do one healthy thing for themselves mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. and then build on that. Like, you don't have to eat vegetables at every single meal, right? If you ha- if you don't like vegetables right now, pick a vegetable you like. Mm-hmm. and add it to your lunch or add it to your dinner. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready, add it to the next lunch or dinner mm-hmm. and build upon it and know that you're going to look back and be like, oh, I'm a healthy person. Mm-hmm. Everyone I've worked with, myself included, like because I'm my first client, looked back and was like, oh, <laughs> I'm healthy. When did that happen? <laughs> but it's because I built, built the process. So – I would recommend doing like, like whether it's drinking 32 ounces of water or 32, 64 ounces of water Mm -hmm. um, every single day, or maybe it's eating um, a vegetable at lunch or dinner. Maybe it's eating breakfast. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's drinking water, hot water with lemon before you drink coffee, right? Mm -hmm. These pick a thing Mm -hmm. and then do it for a week. And if you feel like this is part of your habit yet, or you feel like this is something you can build on and you're a good place, then add it on. Mm -hmm. From the mindset perspective, there's two things I would recommend. The first is a practice of gratitude. Mm-hmm. So when you start to be able to get thankful, you can get thankful for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to start with you. But like every morning before my feet hit the ground, I pick three things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a really important process. Um, and then the other piece, I was going to say meditation, but this is actually what I'm going to say, is catch your shoulds. Ooh. So when you eat, you'll be like, I should order the salad. I, should, I shouldn't order those fries catch them. Mm-hmm. Hear how you talk and change the dialogue. It's, I want the salad. Mm-hmm. I want to serve my body. Or if it's like, no, I want the fries, then listen and eat the goddamn fries. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, catching that because that's, people don't believe that they're negative. Yeah. They don't believe it. But when you start to hear the shoulds and then, and you're like, uh oh, she might be onto something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, this is really good. What about for those women that would consider themselves really healthy, would consider themselves like pretty good, pretty solid on the, no, I eat pretty, I, I eat 90% clean, you know, like I'll, I'll do the wine, I'll do the chocolate occasionally, but like, but they still are in that place of like, but I can't lose weight or, but I, I can't get rid of the negative chatter. Like what for them? Because like, You've got the the wins, right? But like, there's just a lot more under the surface there. So the thing that comes to mind is stress. Mm. So stress is the reason why most of us can't lose weight. 
Mm-hmm. I tell people when I got my mind right, I lost 10 pounds without trying. And I'm serious. I didn't change my diet. Like I had already been eating clean and all of a sudden I got my shit together and I was like, hmm, okay. And by shit together, I mean, I got my mind clear. Yeah. I was able to discern what is important and what's not. And when I went down my spiral of like, <laughs> I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Take a deep breath. So what I recommend is to meditate and journal. Yeah. And so you don't have to meditate for two hours a day, right? Like you don't have to be deep. Yeah. People get really scared of that word and it's not like, we're not asking for any profound, like spiritual awakening to happen. We're just asking for like quiet and space. Yeah. And that's so in my program, the food fundamentals, the reason I, um, I threw in a meditation, like how to, because many of us don't know how to get into it. Mm. So we'll go sit and we'll be like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't want to be here. And it's because there's a few steps that you take, right, in order to get into meditation. But you don't have to do it forever. Like you do it for five minutes because what you're really trying to do is clear, clear the clutter, mm-hmm. not clear the thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because then the thoughts that are supposed to come in, right, come through. And then when you go and journal afterwards, you make sense of the things that were coming through. Mm-hmm. Or you make sense of all the clutter that's always in your head. If you're seeing the same thing come over and over, then you go journal and you're like, why is cleaning the room on my mind all day? And then you write it out and all of a sudden it's not, I want a clean room. It's like <laughs> cleaning indicates how perfect I am, right? And I'm not perfect if my room's not clean. And then you're like, ooh, that's not true. <laughs> and then you can catch it and like go on. So I think if people are eating really cleanly, and they're not losing the weight, it's stress. And it, taking the practice of getting into the negatives, like understanding what's going on in your head by meditating um, and journaling really gets you there. And for those that are like, yeah, okay, I'm going to give you a quick scientific fact, um, is when you meditate, you grow your prefrontal cortex, which is the logical, rational part of your brain. Mm-hmm. So that's really important because what it's trying to prevent is an amygdala hijack. So your amygdala is the fight or flight response that used to get you running away from a bear. Now it gets us really pissed off at our kid or a bad email, right? So if your prefrontal cortex though is bigger, it prevents you prevents the amygdala from shooting out the fight or flight response in a crazy way because you're able to then rationalize, like, oh, this isn't that important. Chill out, dude. Mm. Um, because we're actually more dictated by feelings than we are thoughts, but we think it's the other way around. So you're able to catch the feeling through your like uh, the front part of your brain to stop the fight or flight response. So there's tons of science behind it um, that show that it really does happen. And I'm t- like I told you at the beginning of this podcast, 30 times, like doing it 30 days in a row, you're going to be like, oh, for five minutes, not for 20, not for two hours, five minutes a day. And you're like, oh, I'm, ch- I'm, not, I'm not mad that I dropped that pumpkin pile all over the floor. <laughs> Just a scenario where I was like, oh, that happened. I'll just clean it up and try again. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. Like friends, if your notebooks are not out right now, I really encourage you to share this podcast as soon as we're done and you and a friend can listen to it together with the pens at the ready because this is just all so, so good. I'm just so grateful. Um, I want to, I want to transition if we can. Because we actually are dancing around it anyway, and this is a lot of the work that you do to help people, and I know that for you and I, this is a lot of the work that we're, we're constantly doing for ourselves. Let's talk about healing. Hmm. Let's talk about that word, and let's talk about what it really means, and let's talk about why we're basically always healing if we 
choose to recognize it and we choose to bring it in and allow for it to happen. I would just, can you just riff on it for a minute? Cause I know that you've got a lot of, a lot of goodness with that. So what's coming up for you? Yeah. It's like my mind's in a little bit of a swirl, mm-hmm. trying like thinking about it because I, for me, having worked in public health and health for so long is we treat symptoms. Yeah. We don't heal the root. Yeah. And when I think about food and health, emotions are really at the core of it. Yeah, you got a thyroid issue. Yeah, you got like a little extra weight on you. But it's something deep-seated in you mm-hmm. that needs to be treated. And it can be something like like a thyroid piece or a hormone issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're always masking symptoms. Mm-hmm. We always don't want to feel the pain. We don't want to go there because when we go there, it hurts and it mm-hmm. says something about us. Yeah, it does say something about you. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Yeah. And on the other side of pain is always joy. Yeah. Right? So that to me is the biggest issue is we are just taught to mask the symptoms and to not go deep. But when you go in there, that's how you heal. And you never stop going in there. Mm-hmm. But it gets less scary. Yes. Yes. Thank you for saying that. And the process is a lot shorter. Yeah. Because when you don't want to deal with something, your bo- it's going to show up again. You yeah. do not get to put it away. No. That's not how this works. I, unfortunately, love to get hit by the universal two by four. Mm. So I won't hear the data points. I will sometimes now I'm a lot better, but I used to like put it down, 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 down. And then you get a smack, right? Huge in your head because you, your body can't not react to that feeling. Yeah. That's why your stomach hurts. That's why you're getting a, an unexplained rash. That's why you're holding on to weight. That's why you're having these constant headaches. It's showing up somewhere. Mm-hmm. So fucking deal with it. So you yeah. can heal because that's ultimately what not only your body wants, but that's what the universe wants for you. It wants you to be happy. That's the whole point of this thing is to live in joy. And you live in joy by healing the wounds and continuing to heal the wounds that, that keep coming up. Why does, it, why does it hurt so much? Why does it hurt so much when you dig in and there's no right answer to this, right? But like when you dig in and you finally say, all right, I'm going to look at the crap I have been carrying around forever and ever. Why does it hurt so much as we are working to release it? I see you writing. I I see where your brain's going. Look at you. You're getting into coach mode. You're going there. (laughs) So just two words came up like, and I, I didn't want to lose them, is guilt and judgment. Yes. Go ahead. So that's why it hurts so much mm-hmm. is because you feel guilty about whatever issue it is, mm-hmm. and then you judge the shit out of yourself for it, and then you go on a loop. That's what happens, and that's why it hurts is because you can't – but like the proverbial you, right, can't look at something and objectively say it's okay. We have to attach a feeling or a thought to it. And we can't just say that that served us Mm -hmm. or that, you know, it's a thing or, oh, girl, that's cute. Mm -hmm. Like we are very bad at that. And so we just assign a negative emotion to it because we don't think we should be that person. Like, right. I was taught to be a different, like I was taught to feel X and I was taught to feel Y and I was taught to do Z. And when you aren't that, 
or you're not where you think you should be, you get real guilty about it. And then you just shit out of yourself. And then it's a loop because then you try to mask it, but your subconscious is like, we're going to have to deal with this eventually. And it just goes on and on and on. And it builds and builds and builds like a tumor. I don't know why that's what's coming into my head, but like, you know, the tumor grows and it's a lot harder to destroy. And so you put so much guilt and so much judgment on yourself that it hurts so bad when you go in, which is why the work we do and why I say like healing is constant, but why it's great because it's quicker is because when you start to see the wound a little, like when it's like a tiny little ball, <laughs> you can deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's when it's this massive tumor or football size or whatever that that's when it becomes difficult. Does that make yeah. sense? It makes complete and total sense. And I think that at the core of it, it's just like friends, you want to feel better. You want to be better. Don't judge yourself. Like that's the best decision that you can make. Like, so go there and try to drop the judgment at the door. Just allow for the feelings to come. Um, Just allow for the tears to come. Um, Let me, I'm going to look at the date. So today is March 10th, 2018, as we're recording this. Yesterday, March 9th, 2018, I made a really, really, really vulnerable post on Instagram. So even if you're listening to this three years down the road from today, like, go back, find March 9th, 2018. Because like I recently have started healing my body in a lot of different ways that like I have known that I really needed to do. Um, we're talking pelvic physical, pelvic floor p- physical therapy, but that's also related to IBS issues that I've had my entire life. That's, I mean, both of my sons are IUI, so I've got very low estrogen. I've got low back pain. And where does all of this all reside? It's all right in the sacral chakra area. It's all within my gut. And I recognize that I've been carrying tension around for decades. And I, I'm going to talk about this on another podcast. I'm just going real deep with, with my listeners. But yesterday, I just let it out. I let it out. I let the tears come. I recognize like this is hard work. I physically I am shoving a ball into my stomach, letting my whole stomach out, right? Which is not a comfortable thing. We're taught to suck it in. We're taught to keep it tight. I'm literally shoving a ball into my stomach and working the fascia out, working a lot of stuff out. And that hurts. But also I let the tears come because I'm really proud of myself. I'm really proud of myself because I'm healing. And in a couple months, it's not going to hurt so bad anymore. And I think that, you know, energetically to, to your credit and the work that we do with our, with coaching is like, we help guide people to this and you specifically with food, which can be such a superpower and a super gift for people. It's just so profound and it's so amazing so thank you for the work that you do oh that is very kind and the thing i will tell you is coming to the surface is Brene brown does this amazing quote that i'm going to butcher but essentially it's like when you tell your story to someone and then they meet it with understanding understanding and empathy mm-hmm. the shame right of that story can't exist yeah and i think that that's what we do as coaches and you know you have friends that can be like this too but I'm going to hear your story and I'm not going to think anything of it. And the fact of like, I'm not going to judge you because you're not crazy. You're not weird. You just have a story that's deep rooted. And we just got to understand why it's there. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like I, like I said it earlier, 
I was a fucking psychopath. Mm-hmm. So like you, nothing you're going to say is going to surprise me. Like, <laughs> oh, that's your story. That's real kind. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to the shit I used to say to myself. So. Yeah. Well, and that's just the thing. Like why you're not going to judge me. I, I, why? So why do we spend so much time judging ourselves? Mm-hmm. Friends like that's the work right there. And it never ends. I mean, no. I think that that's the hardest part about it all is it, the work doesn't end, but it gets more fun. Mm. Like it's almost like it sounds cr- like guys, I know what I sound like. I sound a little crazy, but it's like, it's a data point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder why I feel that way. So instead of me getting mad, I'm like, like get out of your head, get into your heart. Mm. Why do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that's something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go deal with that. Let me go deal with it. And you can, I can now deal with things in like five to 10 minutes. Sometimes it takes longer. But what, do you, what do you do to deal with things? Mm. So I'm really um, bad at filling up my cup. Mm-hmm. Let me repeat that. Let me rephrase that. I used to be really bad at filling up my cup. Good girl. Now I try to fill up my cup whenever it happens. So first thing I do is I get real aware. Mm-hmm. So I really want to know why this is happening. And then I go do something nice for myself. Yeah. And it could be buying a cup of coffee. I like, like I'm like the queen of a $7 latte. Like I want the nut, I want the homemade cashew milk with like the matcha and the collagen. I want all the things. Yeah. So like I'll go buy myself a ridiculous cup of coffee. Right. Um, or I'll sit on the couch and I'll pet my dog mm-hmm. or I'll go out for a walk. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind to myself. Mm. That's really beautiful. That's no, it's it's perfect. And it's so simple. And I know that so many jaws just dropped, (laughs) like hearing that, like, oh yeah, that's what we get to do. Like, it doesn't have to be this big therapy session that you have with yourself, friends. Like you don't have to write a letter to the former version of you all the time, though there are times for that. And it's really helpful. But sometimes it's like, dude, just go walk around the block go listen to a song that makes you feel good. Go have a dance party with your kids. Like do whatever it is that actually makes you feel happy, feel happy, not think happy, feel happy. And then the other thing too, and this is what I'm trying to get better at, um, is like every couple of weeks doing something though that is really nice for myself. Mm. So before we got on, I was talking about my didgeridoo. Yes. Please share about that. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with it. So like when you guys see me, you'll be like, this girl is normal. And I am. But like, God knows I love the fucking woo. Like, <laughs> just dig on it so hard. And there's, this, there's a guy in town. So I live in Indianapolis. And he has a different didgeridoo, the Aboriginal Australian bamboo sound sticks. Yeah. Um, and they are key to the different chakras. Mm-hmm. And he plays them on each of your chakra to blast it open and then to intuitively read what the didgeridoos are saying back to you. Mm-hmm. I did that in a Himalayan pink salt room for like 45 minutes. And I was like, this is the best thing in the world. <laughs> like I looked like, I, I think I was floating out on a cloud. Like I looked high as a kite. Mm-hmm. Like I walked out of there just like, everything's fine. <laughs> the whole world's amazing. And like it was, I, I just came home and I was like, mm-hmm. like just shimmying and walking around and like drinking kombucha, just smiling. So those are also really nice things you can do for yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it so much. Um, 
Oh my gosh. We could go so many different ways with this conversation, but I do like in respect to, you know, your time and the listener's time, we don't have six hours for this, but can we, can we wrap it up with your, and I have actually a couple like final, final questions afterwards, but like, what are your, what are your thoughts to just recognizing that you get to grow into the next iteration of you anytime and all the time, including didgeridoos, including the $19 latte, including the emotional breakdowns, like all of it. What just, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, as we're talking about, you're always like, there's always, um, you're always catching your feelings. You're always thinking about new things like this happens. And the transition is real because you're growing. And I think it's actually a beautiful thing. I personally, I'm transitioning, you know, from like a business person, right? Like I was like nervous. I have to, I have to go after everybody. Mm-hmm. But if I don't go after everybody, then I'm not going to get, you know, clients. And I'm realizing that my niche is actually working with professionals, right? So yeah. the things I'm shifting into is working with business owners, uh, working with VP level, CEO level, all that, working with these folks to um, on entrepreneurs, which is my favorite because I'm one, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, um, but working with them and that's where I really want to go because it lights me up and there's no shame in it. Like we're mm-hmm. constantly moving. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly knowing something new. And I think when you break the shackles of shoulds mm-hmm. of like what has to happen, you're like, Oh, I'm being guided in this direction. And then you grab those data points and you're like, all right, you'll tell me if this is wrong. Yeah. Like you try, here, you know this you'll know, you'll get hit real hard. Like you'll be like, like a bus will drive over you. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, that was a really bad idea. Not Uh, doing that again. Okay. (laughs) Duly noted. Thank you. Universal stop signs at the forehead. Yeah. So I think we're always constantly evolving. I think we're a different person. I mean, I'm a different person every hour. I think Mm -hmm. if not every five minutes, it's like who and you get to choose, right? Like you, we believe that we're given, like someone assigns who we are to us. Yeah. But we get to choose. We get to choose our feelings, which means then we get to choose our thoughts. And that's how you get to be like a ray of sunshine, right? Or like a happy person is, that's the thing. People think that like healthy and happy people are healthy and happy all the time. Mm-hmm. No, motherfucker. Like we like dive deep, like it hurts. Like I sit in puddles on a reg, but like, only for a little bit, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. Up, and then you transition and then you transition that feeling, which means then you can transition your next step and you can transition your life. And I yeah. think that's an important piece. Oh, I love it so much. Holy cow. You are amazing. Um, hey, where can people find you? Like, cause they should probably go follow you right now, like all over the place. And can you please share with my listeners um, a little bit more about your program? Because obviously it's going to be massively shifting for people and healing for people. And like, that's the name of the game, girlfriend. So I'd love for you to share with my people all about that. Oh, well, thank you. So, uh, you can find me. I love Instagram. I hang out there quite a bit. So Mm -hmm. at Erica Ballard health, uh, my website's ericaballardhealth.com. And then you can find me, uh, at the full plate, which is my Facebook group and soon to be podcast. I'm taking notes from you, Jillian. Um, that'll launch here in a little bit. And then for the program, it's the food fundamentals, what, when, and how to eat. And like I mentioned, like it's like the tagline is, do you want to just eat food? <laughs> do you just want to eat food? Yeah. And I teach you essentially um, the, not only the what's, but also how. Mm. So like if someone's like, you just said I need to eat a lot more vegetables. Well, how do I do it? Oh, well you, you know, you shift your palate and here's how you shift your palate. Um, 
And it also include, and we talked about this, is like how to eat with the rhythm of the sun so that you can actually maximize your metabolism. So stop working against the system, start working with it mm. so that like you can just eat and not worry about it, right? And also even how, so I'm, I think it's obvious that I'm a bit of a mindful person. And so how do we approach our food to maximize your nutrients? Like, what does that look like? How do I even fucking start that? And so that whole process on top of um, a quick breakfast formula um, that lost like a good friend of mine, uh, from like the class 10 pounds, but more importantly, her husband started going to the grocery store after starting to eat the smoothies, <laughs> which I'm like, listen, females, if someone's going to the grocery store, cause they feel better after a breakfast, like okay, how much money? Like, <laughs> like, um, and it's simple shifts. And then I go into that meditation piece of about how to actually like shift in. So it's normally just like, so you, because I'm on here, um, it's normally 149, but I want to give it to your listeners for, uh, 99 so $50 off if they use oh. the sun, um, sunshine. Oh, <laughs> like, I love it. Oh my gosh. What? Thank you. What a gift. I, I love that you're using the coupon code sunshine. All right, friends. I'm going to put that all in the notes too, but like, dude, all of that for $99 <laughs> and don't forget sunshine. Yeah. And then if they like join the Facebook group, they can come in, ask me all the questions. I'll get them all answered because obviously like I love to talk about this stuff. So I'm like, oh, you want to talk about intermittent fasting? Oh, you want to talk about butter coffee? Oh, you want to talk about vegetables? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Mindset? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So anyway, I love the program. It's I've done it a few times and um, the people who've gone through it have really enjoyed it. So. Oh, I yeah. love it so much. Thank you. That's so kind. Yay. Yeah. I'm so excited. Okay. So, um, my final question for you, because I normally start off my podcast uh, giving my listeners the a couple moments, actually, of silence. And I know that most radio broadcasters are like, oh, my gosh, dead air. And I'm like, oh, I love dead air because what I'm – what I well, and you're like, no, you don't. You're talking constantly. But what I love giving people is that moment of reflection, is that gratitude, like pulling in that practice freaking on my podcast. So mm-hmm. – Erica, what are you grateful for? Ooh. Oh, there's the dead air. Told you. <laughs> so you want to know what I, the three things I listed this morning? Yes, I do. So it was my fiance for just dealing with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dog, because he woke us up in the morning instead of like shitting all over the house. Mm-hmm. Please, can I go to the bathroom? I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing was actually um, the opportunities to spend my morning with you. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could hug you. You're so sweet. Thank you for that. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful I could give that to you. And we're actually recording this in the morning, which actually just makes it so much more fun for me to do and call it true morning sunshine. Like, that's <laughs> the stuff right there. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. I just honor you so deeply. Your friendship is a treasure to me and I've learned so much from you. I, we got Can you come back? Because we got to talk about a lot more things on this podcast. Like there's so much more we could get into. Um, <laughs> listeners, if only you could see Erica basically is nodding. Like, <laughs> 
like, oh, another opportunity to talk to you? Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> outside of like, I'm like, yeah, I box and text you. Sure. But like, yeah, I'm a, let's, whatever. let's do it. Oh my gosh. Thank you. All right, friends. Thank you for listening to this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. Please, please share this because you know, you have a girlfriend or a sister or a mama or somebody who needs to hear the messages that we talked about. Cause there's a lot of good stuff in here. A lot of um, tweetables and tangibles and takeaways. So thank you, Erica. And thank you friends. Head over to iTunes and let me know your thoughts and let me know what questions you want me to ask Erica next time she's here. <laughs> good morning, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you so much, my amazing friends, for tuning into this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. And I have a question for you. I know that the content in these episodes is hugely helpful for you and it's hugely moving for you, but it kind of brings up the, but now what question? The, how can I take this to the next level scenario in your mind? And I know that to be certain because ultimately it was listening to podcasts like this that really lit my fire and helped me to think bigger picture, truer picture that led me down the road of launching this business, living my life in congruence with my soul's purpose. And I want to offer the same to you. I know that through the number of services that I offer, one of them is exactly what you need right now to move that needle on your life, on your business, on your relationships, on your worthiness forward. And it is really important to me to be able to offer you all of the different options so that you know what is available to you. And the best way that we can do that, friends, is by hopping on the phone for a free consultation, a free one-to-one girlfriend soul chat about what life and business looks for you and which tools that I have within my world that I've created for you are going to best help you to amplify that, best help you to take it to the next level. I have a beautiful academy for those who are just starting off, just ready to launch their business. I've got a mastermind for those that are at the next level or are ready to up-level in a big way and be surrounded by a tribe of women who are doing that self-discovery work. And I work one-to-one with clients who really need a little bit more and yearn for a little bit more of that direct soul-to-soul contact, but also want the beautiful, crazy, amazing relationships that come from being a part of tribes like the Mastermind and the Academy. So if you're interested in talking about which of these services is the best option for where you are currently and where you're ready to go, let's hop on the phone. Please head to www.jillianbolands.com forward slash contact. We will be in touch immediately upon receiving the request for that consultation. And we're going to set up a 30 minute time frame to chat and get to know each other so that I can begin coaching you for free and then guide you to the opportunity that's going to allow for you to energetically invest in yourself in the way that will 
best suit your needs and allow for you to step into the empowered version of yourself that is going to show up in this life in a huge and massive way. I'm so excited to connect with you. Again, jillianbolands.com forward slash contact. I can't wait to chat. Good morning.